Welcome to another Cohort W podcast episode, bringing you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most exciting and enterprising young warrant officer leaders. Each episode is dedicated to exploring real-life leadership in the warrant officer cohort in tackling the problems faced in large-scale combat operations and multi-domain operations. And now, here's your host. Hello! In today's episode, my incredibly excellent guest shares some personal and professional experiences as a Judge Advocate General Warrant Officer. Then, we will examine how those experiences contribute to meeting the doctrinal requirements for the Judge Advocate General's Corps. All Cohort W guests were recommended by senior warrant officers in their branch. Today, I am joined by Judge Advocate General Warrant Officer CW3, Raphael Johnson. Thanks so much for your time today, Raphael. Can you share with the audience a little bit about yourself, please? Yes, sir. Uh, and thank you for having me today. My name is Raphael Johnson. I'm a Chief Warrant Officer 3 in the Judge Advocate General's Corps. I have been in the Army for nearly 18 years. I've served at every echelon from battalion through division uh, and corps. And now I serve on the Army staff and I work in the Judge Advocate General's Office of Personnel Plans and Policy. Thank you. Can you tell me uh, and the audience what your MOS, MOS title and duty position are, please? My MOS is 270 Alpha, Legal Administrator. My current duty position is as a plans officer. I work as a force manager. Thank you. Can you talk to me about what your daily work is like in garrison and field training or deployment, please? Certainly. For our MOS, what we normally do in garrison is we manage the day-to-day legal operations of an office of the staff judge advocate, which is a integrated, uh, separate organization that provides legal support to installations and also to uh, warfighters. On the day-to-day, we have several core competencies that we use, which are force management, resource management, personnel management, legal systems integration, and knowledge management. Those are our core areas. We deploy you know, at the same rate as probably any other officer that's providing legal support. Uh, we are normally at high echelons, general court martial, convening authority, so at the two-star level and above ordinarily. But we have 270 alphas that are currently deployed uh, in Afghanistan and Qatar and other places providing legal support to the warfighter to include doing exercises, field training, national training center, you know, what you would think of uh, just a normal uh, warrant officer. Wow. Thank you for that. Can you talk to me about how your practical work fits into the warfighting functions, please? Yes, sir. So legal support is necessarily nested under the sustainment warfighting function, but provides support to all the other warfighting functions. Uh, If you think about it from a command and control perspective, legal support is integral to uh, ensuring good order and discipline across the force. From movement and maneuver, uh, legal support via the rules of engagement is a big part of the way that we fight. And if you think about it from fires and targeting, at any time there's going to be an offensive operation, there's going to be a legal review, there's going to be the Uh, aspects of the law of armed conflict that are going to be considered in real time by legal professionals on the battlefield. For protection, detainee operations uh, and the management of detainees on the battlefield from a legal perspective has always been a critical thing, and, and we've seen that in the last 20 years in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and of course, information similar to fires and targeting, legal uh, assets are, are always there to ensure that things are done the proper way. Excellent. Can we spin that up one degree more and take that warfighting functions work and spin it into large scale combat operations and advise how 270 alphas fit into that, please? 
This is, is mostly in our core competency of force management, ensuring that we are where the command nodes are and where commanders are making decisions. This is something that we are still, uh, like the rest of the Army, still responding to the shift in large-scale combat operations, ensuring that if we have you know three to four mission command nodes, whether it be an attack or whether it be a statement area command post, that we have the right legal assets in the right places to empower commanders to make decisions on the battlefield in real time. And we're still working this as a core. Uh, this is something I do in my current work. And I think it's fair to say that probably all the branches are still exploring exactly the practical work in large-scale combat operations. But very excellent point. Moving on to the next conceptual idea of multi-domain operations. Can you talk to me about how 270 Alphas fit into that, please? Yes. And, and this is, you know, along with large scale combat operations, I think the entire army and, and most proponents are making the shift and getting a handle on multi-domain operations. We have dominated as an army, uh, all domains over the last 20 years with most of our, you know, identified adversaries. But in looking at the next 20 years of warfare, we can't expect to have that domination. From a legal perspective, we, we've really reinvented ourselves to ensure that we could provide support in two domains specifically, and that's cyber and electromagnetic warfare. This is through training, this is through education and also force management, ensuring we have the right officers trained in the right headquarters to include in our new Army Service Component Commands and, you know, Cybercom as the newest combatant command to ensure that we can provide people with the right resources to provide that support. And so as a JAG Corps, we've taken this on and 270 Alphas are, are always at the tip of the spear on that. What have you learned or what would you like to share with the audience about your work's importance as part of the Army mission? I see our work as really uh, the bridge to providing uh, support to the warfighter, which is really the most important party in, in anything that we do that is sometimes uh, greatly forgotten, is the man or woman that's on the ground that is engaged in offensive operations or, you know, important defensive operations with the enemy. And so our work from a legal perspective is to ensure that that end user has everything that they need. And that goes from, you know, soldier and family services, whether it be a power of attorney or a will, all the way to understanding and appreciating the rules of engagement and what they are allowed to do on the battlefield. And that is the mission of 270 Alphas. We're getting better at it every day, but uh, some very impressive professionals in our cohort. Sure. And that is incredibly important work, too. And thank you for clarifying that. What would you say to a warrant officer who just graduated candidate school? Sure. And this is probably very important in our branch right now as we have opened our branch to non-organic JAG Corps enlisted personnel are able to apply now. So we are accepting personnel from all over the Army uh, and the other services. And I believe the most important thing that folks need to know is that this is a, a legal support branch. We are not legal practitioners. We are enablers. It is important to understand not only the legal mission, but the Army's mission and your unit's mission. And you need to have a better understanding of those missions than probably anyone else in your organization. And so that is step one. So if you're coming into the JAG Corps freshly, you really need to keep your larger Army understanding and build on that. That's uh, sage wisdom for everyone. Raphael, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. I'm looking forward to speaking with you more in the future. And thanks so much for your uh, willingness to share with the audience your experiences and your understanding of the Army and the importance of, of your work to the Army. Thank you. Thank you for having me, sir. Additionally, I would like to thank all those listeners out there for the growing interest in the Cohort W podcast. Please visit warrantofficerhistory.org to learn more about how you can help support the Foundation and programs like this. Cohort W. W.
On behalf of the Warrant Officer Historical Foundation, thank you to today's guest for your insights on the future of warfare and the importance of the Warrant Officer to that fight. Special thanks to our theme music composer, retired Sergeant First Class Joshua DiStefano. Visit joshdestefano.com to hear more of his outstanding works.